0: Hello and welcome back to Ten Very Big Books, a Mousy and Read Through Podcast. My name is Peter Bond. I've read every book of the main series, and with me today, reading the series for the first time, my friend and closest confidant, Joshua Dean Baker. What? <gasps> what? Churchy, there, a little swerve. God, I feel so alive
1: right now. What is this April Fool's Day? What's going on?
0: Our our producer, AJ Filare. Hello, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> um, how are the levels? How are the bars? They're looking great. And last but not least, my big fat baby, India Jones.
2: <laughs> 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 Good morning. No.
0: I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was me and India's little intro we cooked up while you guys were getting wedding. Holy <laughs> shit. Incredible. Wow. Wow. Incredible.
2: I'm <laughs> glad you wow. liked it, guys.
0: Hello. (laughs) Uh. Glad to be back. (laughs) Glad to be back. Here we are, about Uh cruising our way halfway through the book.
2: Cruising our way downtown.
1: Reading a book. That's dangerous while you're driving. Malazan. Malazan.
3: That's really good, AJ.
1: Thanks. Speaking of driving and reading, I, I read this week's chapters while playing Forza Horizon 5 on my Xbox Series S.
3: I've heard that's a real fucking good. It's game. a
1: real good game. I never played any of the Forza games and you might just think, hey, that's just driving nice cars around. And you know what? It is. And it's fun.
0: Um, nice. I'm back hosting the show and it's also post daylight savings <laughs> time. Yeah. Means it's incredibly late for me or it's very late because I'm an old woman and cannot <laughs> stay up past my bedtime. I get that. Yeah.
3: What's your what's your what's your typical bedtime? What's your nine to five grind bedtime? I like to be uh, in bed at seven
1: fifteen.
0: Wow, I'm in bed at well, I'm in bed at ten and I'm up at five forty every day. See, I'm up at I'm up at six every day, so I like to be in bed by at nine. So it doesn't always happen. Sometimes you know I'm up mm-hmm. being bad, um, <laughs> and by that I mean watching YouTube videos. <laughs> so making podcasts, making
2: podcasts, not to flex on you guys or anything, but. I work from home and I take multiple naps throughout the day. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you. I
1: work from home and don't take naps throughout the day. I stay up too late and then wake up early and then I'm tired all day. And then I do that every single day. <laughs> well, but don't you also make a lot of coffee. I don't make a lot of coffee, but if I, I were you, coffee, I'd make yes.
2: a lot of coffee. You're good
1: at it. Thank you. All and right. You can now see how um, good I am on Twitch. That's. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. put <laughs> Nice plug. Right. Get plug the it. plug in, baby. Plug the stream. All right, we can do it later.
0: All right, uh, let's get the show going. Today we're reading Reaper's Gale chapters 13 and 14. So uh, let's get into it. We the this part of the book, the second half, we're kind of going at this kind of more slower pace. So hopefully it gives us some time to get into the nooks and crannies. So let's start. Chapter 13. In the tavern, Throat Slitter, Dead Smell, and Balm watch Shirk Alel and talk about women and living. Sheikh Brulig is guarded by two Malazans and Masangalani. He reflects on how he is taking control of the island and how these foreigners have invaded his land. Shirk and Skorgan arrive. They say a massive war galley has come to the isle. The Malazans say their wait is over. Fist Blistig reflects on the Bone Hunters, Their lostness after Malaz City, Banashar's purse fueling the army, and Tavor giving a speech about the army's future and what has brought them here. What awaits you in the dusk of the Old World's passing shall go unwitnessed. She declares they will be their own witnesses. After arriving on Lether, Tavor had the ship burned. They cannot go back. Astara, now Tavor's hand, enters the harbor on the Frothbowl. She is happy to be in command and have surplanted Blistic in control. She and Tavor disembark. Fiddler and his squad are hidden under Makra. They watch Lothari pass by. Fiddler reflects on their invasion tactics. Nearby, Hellion divides up savaged rum. Kenib reflects on the now reshaped army, the new role of mages, the Mekros blacksmith, and why Tavor has brought them here. sort interrupts, saying she wants to take Beek as her squad mage. Kenob then lays out the Malazan plan to fight the Eater and support the Lothari and create civil war. The mage Beek thinks on his childhood, getting bean and learning magic from a witch. His magic stands as the lone candle in the darkness. and Sort asks about his family, and Beek says they died when he showed them his candle. Beak identifies rubble as having ancient bodies in them. Forkrill assail and Leosian. They died in the Just Wars. On the north of the island, Cord watches the icebergs melt. Shard doesn't know his sister Sin anymore. She's changed since he tan. She's weaving the ice elsewhere. Withal thinks about the wayward parish legion off the coast. Only Tavor knows where they are. He also thinks on gods and mortals. Nemander watches Fade glare at Sandalith. He wonders if she is capable of murder. They prepare to follow Sandalith. I just remembered I have a big day at work tomorrow, too. Fuck me. <laughs> Ooh,
2: well, in fairness, two chapters is a lot faster than three chapters. so I think this would only take us like an hour.
1: That's, yeah, I feel like I'm ready to knock this out right now. Let's fucking crush it, baby. I would say one hour is optimistic, but
0: uh but yeah, I happen. agree. One hour is not going to happen. But um, we,
2: I beg to differ, yeah, and I will actually put accepted. my money where my mouth is, and I'm betting you fifty cents each. Anyway, let's get let's
0: get it started. It hot. Let's get it started. Here, I'll get the line. Boop
1: boop boop boop. Oh, boop nice. Boop, 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 boop. It's a great um, way to get us done in an hour, Josh.
3: <laughs> you guys are funny Look, as fuck. If you're not getting hype as shit. the fucking black eyed peas i don't know what's wrong with your life
0: Um, (laughs) anyway so once again at the start of this chapter confirmed Shirkalal still a looker uh even after death but Mm -hmm. um you know we come to the aisle and it's like we're really here and although it's kind of revealed at the end of the last book this is like the malazans are here full announcement and like we catch up with a ton of people so india as we really get acquainted with all these Malazans here. How did you feel coming back to them? And was there a certain character that jumped out to you or you were excited to see?
2: No, I was confused. I was like, what the f- what's happening here? And why, how, and when? I, to be honest, I spent the whole beginning of this book trying to understand where I was um, and what was going on. The whole beginning of these chapters. I can
0: kind of get that. I mean, it's such a huge- scene shift from like the last time we saw everybody there Josh did you feel and I was just like how Josh yeah
2: you D- did
3: you
0: feel a similar confusion no I was so fucking horny for this one
2: y'all <laughs> I,
3: I, missed, I missed my malazans I, you know me anytime mm. they're like alright here's four more soldiers and I'm just gonna sprinkle in like a detail each. as soon as dead smell was like I smell that she's dead I was like ah I get you we've All met right, dead smell you- before we have. Look, you if you say so, I th- throat <laughs> slitter felt more I know we've met Balm.
1: We've met all of these soldiers before.
0: <laughs> yeah, but oh. like we've never been in their POVs. That's true. And I mean, AJ, you do say we've met them, but could you tell me some things about their characters or Uh,
1: only I only knew dead people? Yeah, I only knew that dead smell was a necromancer because ah, they did something in the last book and I don't remember what it is, but I remembered that bit. Yeah, I mean, that's all to
0: say. I'm not trying to roast you. My my just my memory, I know, gets kind of blurry with remembering some of the distinctions between some of the mouths and marines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Can I just say something quickly, too? Sure. So. Shirgalal, yes, obviously quite the looker. Everyone mentions it. Mm. However, nobody mentions the really strange large uh, (laughs) jewel jutting out of her forehead. (laughs) And uh, and I'm like, if I saw that on the most attractive of people, I'd be like, but you would at least ask. Why you would at least ask? Why you got a stone in your forehead?
0: Do
2: y'all
3: think it's more? suspicious that she smells so good considering everyone else in this universe canonically must smell like <laughs> dog shit <laughs> that is true that's a good
1: point that's that is, is yeah, um, the one that smells good <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i mean i don't know maybe other fancy people have perfumes and such you know maybe she's not other... amongst she's not but amongst she's a fancy PB.
3: people yet it she's, is true she's it's yeah true. she's with riffraff non-stop the riffraff
1: Maybe that's why wait, maybe that's why she has pretty at her side, because pretty oh. ha- is so much more to look at than her her jewel, you know, mm-hmm. smart. Oh. I don't know
3: anything about pretty. Uh, he's missing like six different things off his body.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: one
3: with
2: no nose. No
1: nose. He's no eye. Right. But they call him pretty oh. because they're pirates and it's, it's funny.
0: Well,
3: that's yeah.
1: dating tip number
0: one. You always got to have an ugly wingman. <laughs> So (laughs) it really just boost up your own image. (laughs) So uh, let's let's get into it. And before we get into some of the Malazan stuff, let's talk, AJ, about uh, the current shake, Brolig, who we get into their point of view. And yeah. uh, I kind of love this section. I wonder what you made of it.
1: I, I completely agree. I loved this section. Uh, you know that I love a a um, shaking up of the POVs. And even uh, if we uh, never. Shaking s- up.
2: Oh. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That was unintentional. You um, had to have meant it. Anyway, keep going.
2: <laughs> shake. Shake. That was a good one. That was a good one. Even if it wasn't intentional. <laughs> Look,
1: I'll take credit for it. Thank you. Shake, um, shake, shake. You know, I mean, you, you, know da- I uh, oh you know how much I love. Oh, my God. You know how much I love. You know how much I love a different POV. And this one was great. I mean, it was just you know, we've heard Brilligs name a couple of times now. Sure. Uh, and then to get that that POV it was it was kind of uh Charisnan pov adjacent where like we've heard a bit about them and we've kind of like you know learned about them not through their pov and then to get that pov is like ah here's what's happening mm-hmm. um i don't know i mean it just kind of seems like a dude i thought it was really funny when he was like okay well just one more week and i'll be king just as long as none yeah, of yeah, those yeah, chick yeah, daughters yeah. show up as it's long like, as well, no other i have, other I have show bad up. news for you bud mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so um, funny but no, I mean, I, th- I think it's it's interesting how he's being held captive by by the 14th or by I, sorry, I guess they're the bone hunters now.
0: I, I found that common to be very knowing in a way. And I do think it's kind mm. of meta. But more importantly, I think the reason I love this section is because an important theme that I think is highlighted throughout several parts of this chapter is that the Malazans are literally invading a, a place, yeah. are foreigners yeah. and are like colonizing question mark you know it's Absolutely. like a, it's like it's like obviously something there that the book's prodding at and i think it's important early on to have this point of view of this guy who's like okay well who are all these people that have invaded and are holding me hostage and are like to to p- have that point of view early on in the chapter before we go into returning to all of our you know malazan friends you
1: know yeah right i mean we've never seen or we have seen from from i guess the colonizer pov of colonizing someone but we've never seen like the closest we got i guess was midnight tides when we were watching the eater and the Lethari. But, but then we you know then the book ended and then we fast forwarded you know a year or whatever um, yeah and, and, an indeterminate amount of time right <laughs> yeah, some amount of time
0: and yeah and i mean i think when you talk about the rebellion in seven cities of course that is like colonized people rebelling against their uh, colonizers but you know that is not the colonizing like war in a so right. to speak. It's like years after Kellendved conquered it. So right, yeah, we're
1: seeing we are seeing
0: the early steps. Yeah, I, and I, the thing is, I think it's deftly woven throughout this chapter that mm. that it's like this skepticism, and I think even Blisted gets to it, who we can get to soon, who is like, okay, well, they're talking about their plan to like start like support the Lotharian Civil War or something, and they're like, oh well, we wouldn't do this in Malaz, but here we are. Are fucking doing it in leather, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So, all right, guys, wait before you keep going. Very, very important uh intellectual discussion. But <sighs> we're just gonna need to bring it right back. Okay. Sure. Who is holding him captive?
0: The Malazans. Two two soldiers. I don't think we know. And Massan Galani, who we have. Yeah.
2: Massan Galani, yeah. who is
0: that-
3: canonically. Fucking smoking. She is a smoke <laughs> yes. show. It is canonical.
1: Also, and and she was the one that fought the um the 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 wolf in the last book. She was almost killed, but she didn't nope. die.
3: That was no? Miles. No, that no, was Massangalani. That was it, it, She was the Massangalani was with the Bone Hunters. Yes. yeah. Like sorry, was with the the ones underneath of the city. no, Masang- no wasn't with what, them wolf, under what, the city. What wolf are you talking about? Yeah, I agree.
2: I'm now the I'm only. Lost.
3: The only one I can think of is when they're trying to get back from Yagatan, and they send the one. Way the, forward. The, but that's that is who it smiles. is. That's who it is. That that's th- smiles. No, they don't send
0: smiles. It's, it's not. definitely
1: Masangalani, and it's they- Masangalani because it's a, it's a, it's a unique POV. It's the only time that we get her POV, and it's really what? good. And it's she's sick, and she and and, and I think it's Steve doing a uh, a bluff that's like, oh, here's a character that's totally gonna die, so we're gonna just throw, you know, here's Masan, whatever, um, and then she kicks ass, and, and then they wow, find her, I, and she's I, like, I
3: totally forgot she was with him the whole time. You're right. Yeah. What's yeah. the What's the name of that the, the I monster? Really, I can't. i totally it. so hard. I got it. It's the Dejum brawl. The Deshima brawl. That's. What I'm looking it was. at the, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm. I'm being very careful looking at the wiki because I was like, "Is that really her?" You're right, though. That's sick.
0: Thank you. She's great. Yeah, um, she rules. Yeah, and 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 really, they're kind of just watching over him. It's it's not terribly important who they are. It's just.
2: Well, why then? Why then does Shirk get have to stay there too?
1: Because Shirk knows too much.
2: <laughs> well, sh- this has only been like
3: an hour, India.
1: Yeah. Well, Shirk,
2: yes, I know, but why? Yeah. Like, what do they want? Why did why? What are they doing they, with them?
3: They're taking over the island as a op- base of operations for their invasion of this continent.
1: And and Shirk is shows Shirk. up and it's like, hey, I know what you're doing. And she's and they were like, Okay, well, you can't leave this room. Well, really, she showed up because she was trying to kill Sheikh Brilliag. or don't think do she something was giving
2: him. him a a barrel. No, she right,
1: was oh right, well, yeah, they cover. were bringing that yeah, it was a cover.
2: How the you fuck know? am I supposed to know that?
1: Josh, they said it they, in the they beginning.
2: They said it three
3: chapters ago.
1: Josh, no, they said it in the beginning of this chapter. Or the, the she, she, she was like, "Oh, I, I, I switched out with the person who's supposed to deliver the ale, and I'm yeah." Do but it. they I said that
3: that plan was like
1: formate formed a couple chapters ago, and this one, I, I'm positive. Well, that I did know
2: that she was trying to kill him in it. She
1: said, "I'm going to make a plan," and then then we didn't see what the plan was, and then this chapter was like, "Here's the plan."
0: All right, let's
2: uh, let's Maybe
1: get you. let's get into this. Let's get into Sorry, the Malazan
0: man. part of it, if that's all right. So. Josh, we uh, first check in with Fist blistic who uh, has had some responsibility kind of stripped from him, and um, he kind of is, ca- he's kind of doing a flashback-like sequence to catch us up. On a lot of the stuff that has brought the bone hunters here, how they were feeling, what uh, their army did in the aftermath of Malaz City, what Tavor did and how they got here and burned all the ships. Um, So how did you feel about catching up? And, uh, you know, what do you think? did, Did you follow them on this like track that brought them here? Or do you not quite get it? I think it made sense to me. Um, I'm very appreciative of the fact
3: that we got to see this and fast forward. You know what I mean? I would did not really. I'm glad we did not read about these struggles because it was like, okay, yeah, this is good, but it's not good reading. So sure. to like hmm. live through that. But I think I think it was effective. I I followed everything that went. the The witness stuff was a little weird. We're real big on witnessing hmm. in this fucking series,
0: huh? I, I don't I don't think it's a I don't think it's a coincidence that he uses the word witness it's, here
3: it's yeah. definitely not a coincidence so but um yeah i mean i will say all the things many of the things made sense the one thing that did not make a hundred percent sense to me was and this comes up at the end of the next chapter is they really had very little concrete info to go off of about these eater other than they attacked an island
0: Well, they did mention that they, like, intercepted a ship and, like, got a bunch of info from that.
3: Yeah, they tortured some people and got some info, but, like... Which
0: is a rather blasé way to throw off that kind of pretty dark story.
3: Yeah, I just really feel like if I was going to travel for multiple years on a boat, I would really (laughs) want to have an idea of what the fuck... Because also, like, that's that's some time, you know, like... By the time for all for all they knew, they could have gotten here unless the theory could have overthrown the eater in that time.
0: I, I don't think it's confirmed. It's years. Let the record show.
1: They say year they at the end. They say like a year has passed or something.
0: OK, maybe it was just a year. Well, obviously the ice is around, you know.
1: Yeah,
3: but most of it made sense. Um, feel bad for divorce. She's definitely still sad girling it up. But like that makes sense completely. Yeah. I can't wait for her. I can't wait for her to open up to Lestara, and they're just gonna be a dream team.
0: Yeah, India, what did you make a Tavor's speech and this decision to bring the Bone Hunters to Lether?
2: Her speech made no sense. I didn't understand it. Um, I don't know if I was supposed to. I don't get it. But
0: we have to be our own witness, India. Okay.
2: Yeah, but what does that even mean? And also, why it
0: has to be enough? And also. You know,
2: and like I kind of agree with everyone else um that's like but we're not really Malazan anymore. so like who are we fighting for and what are we doing? so I, that's kind of my thing too, but I like Tavor and I think that Listara and her are gonna be a power couple. I also like um not power couple, but like a couple that's in power, but not like a couple I, I we unless it, they yeah. are, but I don't know I don't know if that's gonna happen but um I agree with that taken to you, yeah so. That, that's it.
0: Well, let me ask you about that. We do hear officially that Lestara has now kind of been promoted in a sense. Are you like stoked to learn more about this? Or what do you think?
2: I am. I am stoked because like in that bit where we heard that she's like, um, you know, taking on this new role, she did a lot of good shit for them. She did a lot of like hundred yeah, percent, 100%. So it's like she's really good at her job, apparently. Now, let mm-hmm. me ask you
0: this, Inch. N- you do know, though. I mean, Lestara's got that secret under her belt. You know, she's got that in the back pocket. Which secret? That Tavor killed killed her sister.
1: Oh, Oh.
2: yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, I forgot that she knows that. You're right.
2: That's okay. (laughs) Okay. She's not going to tell.
3: No one's perfect. All right.
2: Listen, as as Josh, as
0: Josh once said, everybody gets one sibling whoopsie. So, <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to say the last time that I said that Lestara should just tell her you guys were like, oh, my God, that would destroy Tavor. Oh, my God. So- idiot! That's
0: not how I felt. I feel like anyway, that's you. Know I that said time. tell her.
1: Yeah, I think I was the only one that that yeah. says that it would destroy her. And it's a bad move if you're trying to not. You know, if you're trying to have a leader, it's a bad move to tell the leader that they killed their sister.
2: But what was that? So you know that part of the of the story when she's like, when they were like, it was late and they were just screaming into Vore's room.
1: Sure.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Because then they like insinuated that it was about the people that that war, where then they he just cut off their fingers and send them home. But no, right. That wasn't what that was about, right? We don't know what that conversation was about, right?
3: Um, it was the... No, we do. I can't remember it. Then it was. It was one of the,
2: then it was. There's just, like, the, the story about how they lost, and then they sent them all home, and they had no... I love
0: the I loved the finger story. I thought that was that fun. Finger, that story was crazy. <laughs>
3: what the fuck ever, guys. I thought it, it was, was about the money or something more mundane.
0: Yeah, my understanding was remember. they were arguing about various logistics. Yeah.
2: That's possible.
0: All right, um... So, AJ, before we uh, kind of move on to some of the other soldiers, I wonder if you had any thoughts about this uh, kind of the the command part of the Bone Hunters.
1: Oh, I want to talk about this, too. Josh, go ahead.
3: Blistic kind of sucks shit, right?
1: (laughs) Why is he he still fist?
3: Has he done anything right pretty much ever? Wow. You got a little Blistic beef. I just think I wish he was any competent.
1: You know, Josh, you want to remind me? I can't remember anything about what Blistig did in the last book. Yo, I was
3: I wanted. Well, I just wanted Pete to remind me who the fuck he is. It's him and Kenneb are like the dream team of idiots. So, wow. And then I know who Kenneb is. I feel like Blistig just gives doesn't do anything right and never gives good orders. Which one's the one that did the good stuff on the boat and like lied really good? Wasn't that Kenneb? That was Kenneb. That was Kenneb. And Blistig was just kind of sitting there, like twiddling his thumbs or whatever. I just feel like he's never been, he's never stood out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you that it, uh, if you say a fist that doesn't know what they're doing, like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. I'm fine with Blistig. And now
3: Blistig, okay, so Kenneb was the guy that met Kalam in book two. Yes. And that's, that's Kenneb. And he has grub. Yeah. Or does Blistic have grub? No, cannabis. Cannabis, cannabis grub is, grub. Is, is cannabis. So then, oh, and Blistick was the commander of the Aaron Guard. Who, yes. he's the one who didn't. I'm. I, I just like looked up a quick. Okay, so he's the one who like didn't send some of the people out in book two.
0: He wanted to send them out, but Pornqual was the one who was like, no, we're not doing it. And he was like, Sorry, oh. no,
3: I meant after. I meant after that. He's one of the ones that oh, like, okay. didn't go. He didn't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so yeah, he, he didn't do much. OK, and then he got
0: fist. He's. I do think he's less defined than someone like Kenib. Mm-hmm. But
3: yeah,
1: OK, yeah. but we've we've definitely heard his name, you know throughout these oh, books That's yeah, not, he's, 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 i do he think is.
0: it's the right choice
3: to demote him to fist instead of high fist that feels right <laughs>
0: so aj any other thoughts on this command the decision to come here
1: i mean I, I i'm not gonna say it's like a bad decision because it was either like find somewhere to go or get murdered like i you know I'm not saying I'm fully suppo- in support of them colonizing a whole new continent. But but, but like I, what, what 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 even are we? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Are we are we Malazan now or? No, nah, buddy, we're, we're bone hunters, <laughs> but we're not here in a festive spirit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I thought was a wild way to end that fucking <laughs> that, that fucking section. I thought that was such a great um, line, though. Very funny.
0: Cool, and then let's uh, let's take this down to the ground floor. We we hit Fiddler. What's that? He They're already fucking inland, baby. <laughs> I want to talk about this. They're fucking invading. I want to talk about this. They're invading, and then furthermore, Hellion's nearby. She's invading, and we get some great Hellion scenes in the next chapter. Uh, H.A., how'd you feel about being on the ground floor? They're no. already... I want to go. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm just trying to get AJ a little time on Mike, but Josh. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. No, Josh, get in there. The soldiers. Yeah, Josh, are, go ahead. The soldiers I've are already my time. We're already inv- invading. We're doing it. We've done
3: Operation Marketplace. That is what is happening. And it's so cool. And, like, this is the wildest plan. We are in book seven of this series and he is still coming up with crazy shit for this army to do and I'm I'm absolutely flabbergasted by it. Like and it makes so much sense based off their intel of like the Letheri as this oppressed, you know, yeah. population you know, held down by a powerful but smaller ruling class of ether, of ether. and it makes so much sense to their plan, and you're reading it, and you're like no! Yeah. You're so, yeah. you missed it so bad, and I was just, I was losing my mind about it. It was so good.
0: And it's so good at the end of the, I think it's the end of the next chapter? It's, it's the maybe? next chapter, yeah, yeah, when they
3: realize it. I wanted to puke, like, the moment I, like, fully understood what they were doing, and, like, how bad of a plan it is i i wanted to puke i felt so like uncomfortable with the situation they are about to find themselves in
0: yeah it's kind of great right because it's like obviously our heroes and they're in a situation they're like the micro situation you're in you're like okay they're they're good they're not really in that much trouble you know but But it's like the big situation. You're like, oh my gosh, friends! Yeah, you've, you've really what are we? What have we done here? What are we? It's you know so good. Yeah. Uh, so we were just talking a bit about Keneb, Uh, AJ. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel? Do you have had any feelings catching about Keneb? or do you want to do? We're gonna
1: skip the Hellion thing. Well, do you want to talk about Hellion? I just thought it was nice to have Hellion back. Uh, and I love that our introduction to her in this book is any more complaining from you, and I'll cut off my left tit. Um, is immediate. That's the beginning of the And everyone in the group's
3: like, "No,
0: no, don't do it! <laughs> Not the left tent."
1: Well, the thing is, really, I was just waiting
0: since Hellion has like an all-time great sequence in the next chapter, so I wanted yes. to talk okay. about okay. it yeah. okay. more right. in detail. Right. Then right. I have to tell you, I've always loved Captain Kenneb one of my favorite characters. I just feel like seems like a, a rock-solid dude. You know, what, what what do you think, Aj? Any any feeling on uh, him? He, he's also thinking Withel. He's thinking about Withel a bit. That comes up later.
1: Yeah, I just uh I thought this was such an interesting view. I mean, similar to how we kind of get the like I don't know, we get a rundown of like how the Eater and Leather stuff works. I don't remember through whose eyes, but we like see, you know, we see the pieces of this stuff. But with Kenneb, you know, he's just talking about how they are using sorcery now and how oh, all it, the squad mages know Makra. Yeah. Like
0: we get like a full mm-hmm. breakdown of how it works. Yeah, I
1: loved that. Extremely, extremely good. Uh, extremely interesting. And Josh, I think that might lend to your, your question of like why, you know, how can you interrogate a couple of Eater and like think you know their plans? Because probably because they're using Makra, So they're like, okay, mind magic. We know like we're not just getting what they're telling us. We're like, you know, reaching into their mind and doing Right, whatever.
3: I can see that. I can see
1: that. But, but. I, I, I thought that stuff was was so fucking cool.
3: Yeah, I love that whole like we're changing this entire army and how it works just right, for this invasion.
1: Right, it's no longer th- they are no longer Malazans, right? They're just like I mean they are, but because they're still colonizing. But <laughs> that's like a totally different a totally different squad composition.
0: Are they colonizing? Who
1: knows? Are they
0: conquering?
1: Oh. I don't know. What's hey, the difference?
0: They're they're liberating. They're liberating. <laughs> All right. That's a good. And do you just, know what, Josh? It's a
1: just war. You could call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? So so yeah. So he thinks about Withel, uh, and and then he thinks about. Drift of Valley for a little bit, and that kind of lost me a little bit. What do you mean? Can have thought about Drift of Valley? I forget even what Drift of Valley is. Drift Drift of Valley is is... the
0: moving island where they found (sighs) that Whittle's from. Crocus and Absalar go. Whittle's not from there. The other kids of Anamander rake they find. Oh,
3: sorry, we're talking Namander. We moved to Namander. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe I'm just You yeah, I yeah, think they're switching I, it yes, around. Yeah, you're mixing up Namander well, talks I, no, about. No, he does that he shit. does
1: he, he he briefly he he talks about how how he met uh Mekros, or how he met sorry how he met Withel. Mm. Uh, and then he mentions the drift. Just anytime Drift of Volley comes up, I get so confused just because I can't ever conceptualize in the moment what Drift of Volley is. Um I just love the idea so much. I'm just like cool. I just I just know it's
3: a thing that drifts in the ocean. That is exactly yeah. what that's how far I think about yeah. it.
0: All right. So uh India. That's my name. That's your name. Uh my my big fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh and sort. Walks in to Kenobi's like, I got, I want, I want Beak as my fucking squad mage. And then the next scene we catch up and we learn all about this mage Beak and uh, his unfortunate childhood about how he conceives of magic. And then he and Faraday and Sort kind of go to some ruins together. What do you think about this introduction to the character Beak?
2: I love Beak. Classic. Yes. yes. Classic weird character that's like i don't know my own strength but i'm really really strong yeah mm. so i really liked i liked that i don't know nothing more to it i wonder what what that thing does that killed everyone in his family
3: <laughs> as whatever as, fucking warren when, when i read this i thought of that meme from brooklyn 99 of i've only known beak for six pages but if anything happened to him i
0: would kill all of you and myself and <laughs> <That laughs> is how i feel about him that's funny <laughs> um yeah i don't i don't know the meme you're talking about but um it's, it's rosa diaz from 9 night she got a little doggy he meets a puppy yeah oh i see i gotta say just a quick shout out i made a joke earlier i really loved uh the little obvious jab at the idea of a just war here i thought it was pretty funny. oh yeah it was um, good pete i just uh wanted to read the quote they fought on the ruins during what they call the Just Wars. Here, it was only a skirmish, but nobody survived. They killed each other, and the last warrior standing had a hole in her throat, and she bled out right where the fist is standing. She was for and her last thought was about how victory proved they were right, and the enemy was wrong. Then she died. So good. Fucking bonkers. And, and you can't say the of sale didn't come out on top there. She certainly <laughs> won a point. Oh. <laughs> And I did want to shout out this quote from Kenneb earlier. I somewhat referenced it um, during this part of the skepticism of the Malazans throughout this chapter. None of us are sure of this, are we? Find the Tisty Eater, this land's oppressor, and cut them down. Free the Lothari to repel. Ah, foment a civil war. The very thing we fled the Malazan Empire to avoid. Odd, isn't it? How we now deliver upon another nation what we would not have done to ourselves. About Mm -hmm. as much moral high ground as this damn swamped no we're not happy adjunct not happy at
1: all Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm worried (laughs) i'm worried for tavor you're worried
3: she made a big old
1: choice and i don't know if we don't know if it's the right one right and even if it is the right one do their do her people think it's the right one you know like because if if they don't think it's right then what are they just going to murder her and, and replace her like what's what's the end goal there you know i don't know sure Scary.
2: Yeah, Scally.
1: maybe
0: not everyone's on board with the vision. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Last few things in this chapter. Uh, Josh, we get a mention of the mage Sin, who has been a fairly minor character, but keeps coming up. Do you have any impressions yeah. about Sin? Because she's changed. Her own brother doesn't recognize her anymore. Half brother, I think. Uh, I, n- n- well, it's tough. We haven't actually
3: seen her in this book yet. I mean, she's changed in the last book when she does the crazy shit with the fire at Yagatan. And sure. then, like, you know, is with Faron and Swords. So, I mean, clearly something's going on with her. For all we know, she's possessed and or, like, becoming a god or whatever happens in Malazan these days. Um, So. <laughs> whatever the kids I, I,
0: are up to. <laughs> I'm very
3: interested to see what she's doing because, like, when they were like, well, no, she's not melting the ice she's like getting rid of it i was like that seems like a dumb distinction but i'm sure it's vitally important later in this point. No, knowing yeah.
0: knowing steve yeah,
3: yeah so i'm excited to see where she goes and to like see her again but i mean you don't get that magical without some side effects it seems like you know mm. why is she mute she went i don't know she's nuts she's the one that tried to poison Yes. Malism, yeah, she tried right? to
1: poison it, all those people a it while was back. A yeah, that's clam. when she was
2: fun and silly. Now she's like, not. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because she's got, she's got all this magic going through her, her blood, you know? Yeah. It's, it's magic fucks you up.
3: Maybe a good old-fashioned bloodletting to let some of the blood magic out, and she'll Jesus. be fine again. Get those four humors in balance, guys. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs>
0: Alright, last few things. Uh, AJ, it's mentioned the Parish are still around. Yeah. They're not far sure. off. Um, nope. Do you know where they are?
1: Do I know where they are? No, they're mentioned. They're mentioned in Blistig's whole thing. They talk about the parish for a second, but
0: it's fine. So and then the last thing I want to put touch on is we touch it with the And I was curious if any of you have any impressions, thoughts or connections to these characters. Yeah, I, not I, yet. I, I put two thumbs down and
3: made that noise for the record. No,
2: I have no fucking idea. is Namander and Amanda Rake's brother?
1: Son. No,
3: that was yeah. That was Andorist. Son. Brother.
1: Yeah. yeah, we learned that in the last book. Son. He was in, he was in the bar.
2: Who's his mom?
1: Uh, oh god, I don't remember Ooh. if they talked about it. mother dark. Know. Oh, is it? Would... Wait, wait, no. Is the mom Lady Envy or something? Um. I oh, think that's... oh, is that, that right? I believe Lady Envy. They are ex lovers.
0: They're ex lovers. They're ex-lovers. Off the dome, I'm not 100% sure who Namander's mom is. You, you might be right. But no, no, I have no connection to them. But
3: the fact that they got a POV at the end is like a clue that they're going to. I mean, we. I guess I need to form a connection with them because they're going to be important.
1: I'm sure that I will have opinions about them by the end of the book. But right yeah. now, no. <laughs> Confir- confirmed unnamed mother. OK, but but just to, just to clarify, Anamander Rake was the one having the relationship with Lady Envy. They, they, did, they have been known to canoodle. Okay, yeah. and so she's out for revenge on him. <laughs> okay, got it. With that said, uh, let's wrap up chapter thirteen. Uh, take oh wait, f- sorry, no. He she got revenge on him by sleeping with Namander, right? Is oh, that what it was? Oh yeah, that's what it is. She banged her kid. That's what it is. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She said, "Fuck you, Namander, Rig. I'm
2: gonna fuck your
3: the, <laughs> the old, yeah, the old "fuck you, my bang your kid" game.
2: Power moves only. <laughs> that
0: old, that old shtick. Um. <laughs> that classic thing. <laughs> so uh, with that we want to take a moment and thank everyone who supports us on patreon we just had some fun stuff up there we put a star trek episode up there let's thank
1: let's thank the people i will just do it i'm gonna do it
0: aj's gonna do it he'll <laughs> fuck they don't fucking give a damn
1: <laughs> uh thank you so very much to master grunt dylan the empress Ella Scene, and katriana thank you so much for your support thank you we appreciate it as always let's keep going
0: Chapter 14. Hedge and the Talani Mass Emerith walk together over ice and jagged ruins. They talk about death and bodies of jaggets. The spirit left the body. The throne of ice is dying. Hedge wants to figure out who left. Onrak relishes in his new life, traveling with Troll. They are hunted by Ai and track down a cat like creature, an M lava. They kill it and hear its offspring. Wither asks Udanis about what he knows and what he does. They discuss the ruins of the short tailed city. Something from the sky crashed into it. Clip asks why Sultus Ruin knows so much of his enemy, saying that he allied with the Short Tales. Ruin denies it. Saren wanders on their path north, when a voice calling itself Makra speaks of Kroll's creation of the Warrens. Later, she speaks with Udonis. Twilight draws closer to her homeland with Yet and Derek. He asks her not to bring the sheikh to war. At the Rhodes End Tavern, they speak with witches and of sheikh Brulig. Twilight plans to assume her role as queen and rule over her people, even if she has to struggle. Fiddler wonders where everybody is in the countryside. It doesn't feel right. Bottle tells him not to read the deck. Gessler has been gone a bit. Gessler stands in ruins thinking of his dead companions. Stormy finds him, and they speak of their wars together. Fiddler's squads group up and get ready to go. Korab was told to stay close to Bottle. Bottle asks him why he didn't go with Leomin. Eater soldiers, led by Trantilo Kendar, ride to a small keep. They are ambushed and killed by Malazan soldiers. Hellion's squad did the killing. They take her horses, and they will head further into the empire, tavern by tavern. Ferdan's Sort helps Beak use his magic to steal horses. Beak thinks he's falling in love with her. Throat Slitter reflects on the power of assassins. Kellenved conquered Li Hang with the Talanai Mass, but still died to a dagger in the back. Throat Slitter thinks on his old master's being killed, and the Claw. He thinks Blistig is exhausted spiritually, and that Tavor should be rid of him. In Berlick's chamber, Shirk asks Tavor why she is invading Lethar. Tavor is surprised then to hear that the Lethari will not welcome them as liberators. She has sent soldiers into an empire of two enemies, not one. Alright, so, uh, Josh, what's going on with fucking Hedge? What's he doing? I, who, I don't know. Just hanging well, out with, hanging out with Emrath, you know, everyone's what, best what, friend.
3: What he, can, what confuses me with Hedge is, is he a ghost or is he not a ghost? Like, can all ghosts just be corporeal and just fucking hang, like? Where are they? Did he escape Hood's realm? Oh, he did escape Hood's realm. That's right. After that thing by the lake, he used that time to vanish. Oh, okay. I just put two and two together. So he, Okay, that makes sense why he's kind of sort of cheating death and has a body and stuff a little bit. Okay.
2: I'm sorry. Can you repeat what, yeah, what one happened there? Yeah, more time. There?
3: That was the time when Perrin and the Trigol Trade Guild crossed that bridge and then they ended up at the big lake Um, mm-hmm. and Hedge was with them and then they found the place from book four, I think, where Troll and Onrak had, like, done that big... The Deragoth. Yeah, spot. the Derigoth, and then the big dogs were there, uh, and then there was that big bear that chased them, and that's, that's how Hedge, used, Hedge escaped then, and was like, now they think I'm gone, and he just escaped from Hood's realm or something. Oh,
2: that was a lot of talking. I don't even uh, know uh, what uh, that uh, means.
1: I don't know if that means he escaped Hood's realm. Well he ain't he. Ain't, well hey well AJ he ain't in his own warren well, anymore. Well he but he was summoned by Well he was summoned by Perrin. Yeah, then... but the but like had to go back. But because he So Josh, where is he? Right now? Well he's
3: in the Jagged Warren, um uh, Omtos Flack. Omtos Flack. I think. Yeah. No, he's definitely an Omtos Flack. We just you saw think... the throne. I mean, it's possible that Amtos Falak is a dead warren or some bullshit. And so secretly still within Hood's realm or some dumb fucking thing. Which, no, well, like, he
1: says he says that when we when we see him the first time that something like fell through Hood's realm. And so he's like somewhere outside of that or something.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not in the part of Hood's realm where most folks are. So I think he's <laughs> he's, he's approaching probably trying to escape or something crazy. Who knows? Yeah.
1: But also, the dergoth stuff isn't in Hood's Realm, is it?
3: Uh, it's a part of Hood's Realm. It's the old part underneath of layers, because there's layers to Hood's Realm, and then there's like the part below it that came before Hood. Or Hood, Hood. Got it. Jesus. I don't remember, man. That was three books. God, I was a younger man.
1: I, hey, I didn't know that until right now, so thanks. I'm not... <laughs>
0: I, I want to go the record. I would only endorse some of what Josh said, but. that's Look, I think that's how I live. Most people should view what I say. But I feel I events. feel comfortable leaving it in a place of somewhat. Yeah. Somewhatness. I know
3: I got some stuff wrong, and I don't care what those parts were.
1: Hey, I appreciate this, but can we move on to Onrak being a fucking sick hunter? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about OnRak. Dude's fucking ripping it. India, up. you texted us about Onrak and how uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: h- how'd you feel about catching up with him now that he- he's a skin boy? He he's wearing skin like not. all of us. Um I don't like skin boy.
2: Very excited about him being a skin boy. Um <coughs> however, I believe he probably resembles a monkey. And I don't know. Yeah, he is good at hunting and everything. He's good at everything, which is like, my thing is, what did coming back to life in this? Is he like, they're in a warren right now, correct?
0: Okay. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, What is it called again?
3: They're in the Talon warren.
2: That's what it is. So he's alive now. My question is, if he were to leave the warren, would he still be alive? Then my other question is, what is the big deal? That he is, like, I'm getting a little bit sick of Troll, like, crying every time he fucking smiles, literally. And, yeah, but, yeah, he's really great. He likes to hunt, and he's good at it. There's really, I didn't think anything Hey, away. India.
3: Hey, India, look at me. Look at me right now. Imagine if Bella could suddenly talk and have sentience.
2: It's <laughs> different.
3: <laughs> and just, like, looked at you and said, is this... Is this what it's like to insert anything, any feeling, any thought, anything (laughs) at all? To
1: feel an emotion. (laughs)
3: To feel an emotion. Yeah.
2: It's different. Me and Bella's relationship is like no other. So I understand (laughs) what you're coming. I understand where you're coming from there. But like, watch it, Josh.
3: I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) No, but yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, I don't really, I don't know. Am I supposed to like care deeply about this? I don't really know what it means or what is going to come from it. So I don't really, I mean, it's cool. I guess yeah. that's
1: it. India noted onrak troll hater. Yeah, I'm so. not a trolls.
2: hater.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're at least a little bit of a hater. I, yeah, I'm just a little like bit. not
2: a oh. lover.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Mm. Interesting.
2: I do like troll and onrak. I mean, it's cute, but like, okay, like what? What's next? Yeah. And also, where are they going? Anyone?
1: Uh huh. <laughs> they're with Quick ben, uh, Who right? are they with again? Oh yeah, they're, they're with no, Quick
3: ben. They're supposed to. Well, they're supposed to follow that lake. Right, uh, and then, then they, there was a catfish
1: coming, and they said, "Okay, fuck that." And then they but teleported it seems ahead a whole like bunch.
3: they but it seems like this was where they were supposed to go. All like I don't know, man. I don't know. There's Remember when out. they
2: killed the cat for no reason? I do.
3: What cat did they kill? Yeah, wait, what? They killed. A oh, big cat. the big one. Well, he fucked up. He thought it was that. That was a female, and he was looking for a male. But India. Just wait till the next chapter when what's that? They've adopted four of these little kittens and yeah, it's just dude. good friends and some kittens. Can't wait.
2: Yeah, literally, literally. I'm so pissed. When they heard litter, the little cry, litter- I was literally.
1: like
2: <laughs> You killed a mother with babies. Oh, I was He didn't pissed. mean to. Yeah. He hasn't hunted. He hasn't mistake, hunted in a while. Just a little Talon mistake. I mean, in the bullshit,
3: in the grand scheme of things, people have done in this series so far as an yeah. accident. I feel like this one is. I mean, I get it. Still not good, but
2: you know what? I think the worst you guys thing. Lack cat empathy.
3: I, I mean, have two cats. I love my
1: cats. I don't like yeah, other cats. Yeah, I also cats, love mostly. my cats. How but India, feel- here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> so you feel this level of empathy for this cat, but you you still think Tavor deserves to be uh, fucking crumbled into dust knowing that she accidentally stabbed her sister. Today.
2: I'm sorry. Did the cat <laughs> accidentally stab her sister?
1: No, I'm just saying. Onrak and oh, Tavor this, both did that. Accidents argument, that argument that <laughs> broke my brain.
2: I'm so loss
1: <laughs> Anyway. It's guys, fine. whatever.
2: I just wanted to point it out and I was upset about it. Now let's have we talk about your guys' perspective of Onrack having skin and being a skin boy.
0: <clears throat> why not why did you put it in that voice?
2: Because you guys are like so excited about it.
0: Is this how we talk? Yeah. Um
2: <laughs> You sound just like that.
0: I sound just like okay. that. All right, so let's cut to AJ. We're with the gang. Mm-hmm. We're up in the Short Tail City ruins. Mm-hmm. They made it. They're there. Wither is like, I was going to say teasing. I don't know if that's a word. Prodding Udonis. Everyone here is always yeah, prodding is, each yeah. other. And then Clip yeah. starts prodding Silchus Ruin. And is like, you sure know a lot about these Short Tails, don't you? Um, how do you feel about all this? And how are you feeling about Clip? Do you
1: feel like did do, do would you did you enjoy him prodding? Were you like I don't know what you think? No, I mean, you know, Clip's a part of the Clip's a part of the group now. You know, we're all just we're all just here to push each other's fucking buttons, get everybody worked up, mm. uh, maybe do a couple punches, and then somebody tells a joke and we all smile. You know, like that's <laughs> that's, that's what, what we these do sections now. are. That that is what we do now. So Clip uh, thinks that Siltrus ruin like worked with the Kachin Naruk. Is that what, is that what hap- is happening that, here? That's kind of, that's kind of what he's getting at.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh,
1: it's kind of weird, but I guess, I guess they were around at the same time. And I, oh man, I don't know. I, I,
3: which is confusing because isn't the the
1: beginning of
3: Midnight Tides them killing the Kachain Shamal in their realm? Mm.
1: Yes, as far as I remember.
3: So maybe he was back. I don't know. Maybe maybe he did some shady shit and he's yeah. He it could have been, been. It could have been a
1: right because the Nuruk are the short tail. Right the 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 short tails are the smart ones that do the science and make the the Sky Keeps and stuff. I and they so, they yeah. made they made the hunters on accident, or they made the hunters and then and then shit broke bad. So maybe it was like a, oh, cool. We both have endeavors in science. So let's do some science. And then, oops, the Kachane, like, oops, they're doing bad Oops, science. all change them all Yeah, oops, I let them into our house. Sorry, I left the door open. Oops, I made dinosaurs of swords. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like Clip's being kind of, he's being kind of indignant about it, you know? Like, Silchus Ruin is, is I don't know. I think it's, it's Clip, it seems pretty, pretty... The attitude that Clip has, like tracks, like this is the 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 attitude that we were introduced to of Clips, like I know better than everybody else. He he he, clink clink, um, <laughs> and for him to be like, oh, you must have been working with the the Kachin Naruk, which is inherently a bad thing, and Sancherin so <laughs> like shut the fuck up, you yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm a million years old. You're only four hundred thousand. You know, whatever. Um, however the fuck old Clip is. So I don't know. I, he's he's. Becoming a part of the group, and I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like Clip doesn't have any boundaries, <laughs> and he's going to say something, and then he's going to get like chopped. In, he's going to he's he will be cleft in twain. You for think one you think he's reason. getting cleft in twain? I do not think Clip makes it through this book.
3: Oh, I think I got bad news, but I feel like Clip's here for the long haul. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: he's the mortal know. sword of Animander Rake.
0: Sure, <laughs> mortal swords, okay. Mortal
1: swords have never died before. They never have died. Literally, never. Name one. I don't. I don't even think we've met that many mortal swords. We've definitely seen a shield anvil die twice. Well, I mean, twice. What, You know. Okay.
0: So, uh, Josh, to quick touch in on Saren, do you, what? She's speaking to Makra. What's up? I don't know. Ugh.
3: Why? Why are you asking? None of us know. It is in. Inha- it is intentionally fucking weird and vague. Since Next. when was Makra a person? Exactly. It's no. Well, it can't. And it's weird because now. But then you know maybe it is Makra because she like shares her pain with Udonos and she learned some Makra from what's his face Bangles or whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, No, Corlo. 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 Nice pull. Yeah. From the the Crimson Guard. Thank you.
3: Uh, But I, I mean, maybe it's Makra. I don't, I don't know. It's
0: confusing. It's like, it's like, what does Makra mean to her? Do you know what I mean? I
3: do. I Now I will say I liked the moment with her and Udinas. I've been rooting for them to not hate each other's guts because I feel like they have the most in common of any of the people on this trip. So thank goodness they are finally starting to talk.
0: To have like one cool conversation for once. Yeah, I'll take <laughs>
3: that. You know, I'll take it.
1: No. I also love how it kept cutting back and forth between like this wild conversation she's having in her head, and it's like everybody's staring down at her. Yeah. It's like, hey, are you okay? And she's just thinking in her head so intensely. Now, I would like to hijack the show
3: for thirty seconds, PB. If that's mm. all right, please, Dozo. As we know, I was very hungover last episode and had to leave. Uh, <laughs> yes. What yes. was the general? What was the general group? impression of the shake stuff from that last section because
1: you boy Josh, let me let me quick let me quick there's a surefire way to figure that out i've, I've, to never, listen to the I've never
3: listened to an episode of this podcast and i never will and i will go to my <sighs> grave having never heard anything other than snippets that i am sent
1: yeah well josh you're gonna miss out on on at least 40 bucks Because Pete and I both said, if you listen to the episode, that will send you $20. Oh,
3: seriously? Uh, Well, there was never a chance I was going to.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, score. That is how sure I
3: was. I just knew you
0: you had to listen. That's incredible. But, Josh, why? What's uh, What's your shake take? I want an entire
3: book of shake mythology. I want to know everything about their beliefs. I want to know everything about their ancestral names. Because, like... I'm now learning that it ain't, she wasn't called Twilight because she was born at Twilight. No, like every generation, there's a Twilight and there's a watch and there's a reach every time. And I love that. And I want to know the significance. I want to know the last of all of them. Like, let me, let me add it, Steve.
0: All right, AJ, play the shake music.
1: Shake, shake, shake.
3: Dumba da ba.
1: Shake, shake, shake,
3: shake. Shake Shake those talons. There we go.
1: Nice.
0: So, uh, yeah, we're fully back in the shake zone now that we're really tuning in Twilight. um uh we, I, I have to tell you i've am a big shake fan, and uh I, I'm just excited. I I knew you were. I didn't even get to talk about it.
3: Can I just take 10 seconds? All right,
0: uh, please i was
3: I was so happy to learn there was a goddamn reason we kept calling her Hacha Prieta Tovis also called Twilight. Because, <laughs> like every time P- Peter has been calling her that every time. Oh, yeah. well, the Peter Yontovas is called Twilight. And I was always like, why? And I started doing it because I thought it was funny, and I was so happy to know that there's a goddamn reason for it. So <laughs> What's What's the of- reason?
2: What? What's the reason?
3: Because she's the sheik princess, now about to be, you know, uh, get the. she's going to be the queen of the sheiks. Okay. And they're all named Twilight. Yeah, all the princesses to become queen are named Twilight. All the kings are named Reach.
0: That
2: doesn't seem
3: fair. So,
0: India, uh, what did you make of uh, learning this little more about Twilight? And then when... Yet and Derek shout out uh, is like, hey, we shouldn't go to war. And she's like, "Uh."
2: what do I feel?
0: Yeah. How are you feeling? Are you Josh came in hot on the shake stuff?
2: I have no feelings about the shake stuff, actually. As like, I don't really understand it that much, Mm. if I'm being honest, like where there are so many different groups of people now. There's a lot of people (laughs) where Mm -hmm. and also did she not know that she was a princess?
1: No, she, she knew. She just didn't she know her knew. mother had died yet.
2: Oh, okay, 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 okay. And then who is she, whose side is she on?
1: That's kind of her whole thing. here. Yeah. She's like, I don't really know who to stick with because she's she has now found She you know, wants She wants
3: to brother. carve out her own little spot for the sheikh to have their own lands again, as they did before the Lether Empire like, started taking over everybody in the area.
2: But she is, in fact, there. She is in the letter place.
3: Well, yeah, she's yeah. In, she's been in their army in you know, her whole adult life. That's what I was asking. So yeah, I'm curious. I want her to work with the Malazans.
1: Yeah, well, there was a yeah. I I don't know if I want her to work with anybody, but I th- I feel like she's going to be absorbed in the Malazans because they're already with Briliag, and he's yeah, you know, he's the other guy. But
3: his name is not Gosh. Reach. I thought it was Reach.
1: I will say, I mean, th- nobody calls him that, but nobody, nobody is shake in that room. So yeah. Broleg. And what is Broleg? Is- Broleg is just his name.
3: That's his letter name. And they all have like their, you know, important one word name. Right.
2: I don't like this uh, book anymore that much.
1: Well, it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> India when somebody naturalizes, becomes a, a US citizen and the, yeah. the immigration officer is like, hey, your name's too hard to say. Let's just call you John, you know?
3: In this case, in this case, they were like, Twilight's too difficult. How about Jan Tovis? You're the watch? No, we're going to call you. Because I can't, I can never, whenever <laughs> I see that Derrick? guy's name, I, I don't, I've never learned it and I never will. It's J- a very J- Welsh sounding name, actually. Very Welsh sounding.
0: You'll learn yet, and Derig, okay, and you're th- and, and, and you're gonna like it, okay. He's, he's the watch, and will always be the watch.
1: <laughs> is that their? Is that their like lether name? Because Briliig and Derig are like really close in naming convention.
3: You're probably right. Maybe well, Jan Tovis is super. Jan Tovis is yeah. yeah. So maybe the other ones are are like their actual like from their original language names. That could be true. Anything I I about that? I don't know.
1: Just just a thought. Uh, but I was going to say because we were asking what side Twilight is on when we come to see her uh, in the beginning of this section. She's like, oh, well, if I'm still with the Lether, then I should like immediately run back and tell them that I've seen these ships. And like, right. there are Malazans and like whatever. And then and then it's kind of her. Kind of puzzling that out for the rest of the section. So so I don't I don't know. What's she gonna do? She is obviously a yeah, she's obviously afraid of the mouse answer. I mean not <laughs> because, unrightfully like, so, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, why wouldn't you be? We didn't even talk uh, about that they
0: burned think... all the ships. AJ, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's sure symbolic, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um she made a statement. Yeah, like we're not we're not going we're not going back because we don't belong there anymore. Uh, you know, I, it, pretty fucking fuck wild to just assume that you can show up on some other shores and be like, yeah, well, this is fine. This is this. will This will work. AJ, I don't know. How do you feel about me and you?
0: Like I come back to Philly. We drive <laughs> right. to Illinois to hang out. I burn and then up, then blow bur- our car, blow up the up. Yeah. car. <laughs>
1: right. And I'm
0: like, <laughs> we're in Illinois
1: now, AJ. That's where we are. <laughs> Illinois seems fine. I don't really know much about Illinois outside the Great Lakes and Chicago. Look, it's but no Indiana, but it'll do.
0: That's right. That's That's right. It's no Indiana. Say. Nice, take them down a peg, Josh. <laughs> I I don't know much about. It. I mean, I've passed through both states, but don't. Anyway,
1: sure. um, haven't we all? Let's talk a little bit about some of these soldiers. So uh, they're out in yeah, the let's countryside. Sh- let's shake things up a bit. Oh, sorry. Wait. Sorry. 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 One 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 last thing about the shake thing. This is another like old society being taken over by a younger person that is like i am defying these old ways this is not how we do it anymore so i'm curious to see how many more of those we get (laughs) because we're up to three now (laughs) three at least i don't know
2: why she went in so hot though yeah (laughs) she really did just go in and be like act like no we're not doing it like that you were in power now you're not i am and then she's like well I guess I'm gonna need my half brother to watch my back instead.
3: Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, she's but you didn't have to a lot go of... in
2: there. So hot. Yeah,
3: yeah, she's putting a lot of faith into her half brother that was kicked out of their home at the age of three. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> really hope that doesn't come back to haunt her. Yeah. Um. So the Malazan soldiers are uh, pulling off various missions, and uh, but before we kind of get to some of that fiddler is like thinking about everybody and then we have this scene between gessler and stormy just uh gessler gessler bit bit b- bit of a grief grieving josh what did you think about still sad fiddler and then what do you think about this little grief scene
3: the grief scene was really nice
0: i i we, they don't get a lot of time well i think it was
3: nice but also like they had a lot of time on that boat i just don't know if they would have put off all of the grieving until now but it was still a nice sentimental moment for sure sure the Fiddler stuff, I'm always a big fan of of everything with him and his whole storyline of trying to start over and realizing that that's just not a thing you can do, you know, especially once you've hit a certain level of notoriety. So I don't think there's much else to say about it, though. I mean, this is just kind of like the precursor to the next six scenes. Of-
0: yeah, we're, we're, checking, we're checking in with various soldiers, right? Because this follows up. We also mm-hmm. have Korab, and he's kind of questioned about, you know, like bottles, like kind of going like, why didn't you go with Leoman? you know mm-hmm. and i kind of really liked that scene and i think it was kind of nice to have the characters address it in world in a way you know i do think it's one of those things josh that i do get how you're like well is this really the first time these characters but ever talked about it you know but mm-hmm. part of me is just like yeah it's a book you know it's like what, <laughs> what, whatever you know yeah but i don't know it, it works for me plus i always love korab you know all right so uh AJ, we come to this uh, pretty radical, little fun scene. We get we cut to some, as you mentioned earlier, a classic Steve thing. Cut to a random no-name dude. Right. Briefly. Give them a name and then murder them. Give them a name. Classic. Give Give them a brief story and then
1: quickly murder them.
3: He's so good at yeah. horses. That's so good for an eater. I loved
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I've just fucking... It, every it works on me every time yeah <laughs> every single time yeah, it's okay. like here's a here here's a character we've never met before I'm like okay i i read the name I'm like okay this person's definitely going to die and then Steve gives us like four pieces of information that's like they really like horses they're doing pretty well for themselves they have a brother I'm like okay sweet sick I love this character I'm instantly connected yeah oh my god and then the fucking the way that the way that shit just goes bad and his brother uh, estov estav whatever dies and he just keeps saying estav over and over again fucking fucked me up dude like really really fucking hurt (laughs) why because his brother just got murdered and he'd you know, he he was just mm-hmm. riding a horse. He was doing fine. And then all of a sudden his brother thunked over and he was like, oh, Esther, you okay? And then shit went really bad. And he kept just trying to find his brother. And then he did find his brother and he had a fucking crossbow bolt shooting out of his neck. Jesus Christ, India. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I build empathy very fast, I guess.
2: No, that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> so, loved that. And also hated it. but
2: Yeah,
0: I love the whole scene. And I think it's well done. It's a classic play, as we're t- we talked about. And, and this takes us to, uh it kind of cuts to that Hellion's squad was the one who kind of pulled off this whole operation.
2: It was amazing, but sad.
0: Then she also lays out her plan to invade. So how did you feel about catching up with Hellion in this book?
2: I like Hellion. I love Hellion. I think that she's funny and a bad bitch and... As proven by what she did there, which was also a little, it was, it was mean, but all is fair in love and war. And yeah, those are my thoughts.
1: It, it is all fair in love and war. All is
2: unfair in love and uh, the war.
1: I do love, is, is Hellion, I can't tell if she, well, she, yeah, she's drinking, right? Yes. Oh, always. Okay. 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 Cause I couldn't remember if if she had, if she had. Cross- oh, that's right, because she has the part here where she's like, oh, I have to leave a little bit left just in case I need a quick swig. I just think that it's very funny that this section starts off with managing a straight line. Hellion walked out from the stable. And and the fact that uh, Lutz was able to aim their crossbow over Hellion's back while she was vomiting. Uh, just just, just silly. Just silly stuff.
2: And her uh, friend who knocked her out came back, right?
1: Uh yeah him? and that's what she was yes he's he's there because she was like i almost remember what you did to me yeah so that's be, that's <laughs> the
3: one that she loves though like is always like oh, i love you whenever she gets really drunk yeah I forget what his name yeah. is
0: Er no herb it is herb i think so yeah. i yeah. do think the tavern to tavern thing mm-hmm. oh my god it's so fucking fun
1: it's just really good yeah, yeah. it's kind of clever it's and, really and
3: good. It's, i think it's actually so dumb But I love that she's so convincing while drunk that they're like, it's so dumb, it could just work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so so crazy, it might just work. Yeah, well, that's what Herb, Hellion, I hate, or Herb says, Hellion, I hate to say this, but that's kind of (laughs) clever. Yeah. Really good. So Josh, I don't know if you know, Beaks in Love.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I I love Faridon's sword and beak and uh, his candle thing is absolutely bonkers. And it's also so cool. he's probably the most powerful mage we've ever seen. Like it takes all of Quick Ben to and he had to like absorb the souls of twelve other people to do right. his shit. And Beak's over here like, oh, I'm just using my candle head magic. And it's just simultaneously starting a fire and putting people completely under an illusion and just he's an absolute madman i love it he's so good
2: but when who taught um beak this again like
3: he got taught some basic stuff by like the stable master and the stable master then found him someone who was trained more in warrens and so he trained with someone who at warrens were something like
1: that a SETI witch a
3: SETI witch yeah. yeah
1: and and then his family had the stable master killed. And then he said, and then I left home and somehow my family died.
2: That was like, yeah, I was it's like, so oh, good.
3: I just thought of all the candles and then I was gone.
1: Yeah. Fer- <laughs> Fer- Fer- sort was like, did you did you kill them? Like, I don't know. I was just thinking about candles. <laughs> okay, I just love candles. I just love candles. So this brings us to the end of the chapter
0: where Throat Slitter is thinking of a bit about assassinations and their power and uh i feel like we've covered a lot of this so uh, but i do Mm want to just kind of touch in at the end of this and kind of get your thoughts in that these two chapters we're really touching in the Malazans are back and they're back at the part of the story you know first half of the book where we got all these stuff we got a bunch of new plot lines patriotists what's going on with red mask we're all over leather seeing what's going on with the empire but now book three is here really starts boom The Malazans are back. The Malazan, Book of the Fallen. Here, they're all come in, you know? (laughs) And I wonder what you think they're, how they're going to change the continent, how they're going to change the characters we know here, what their collision in the story is going to be, and how they're going to fare knowing that the Lothari will not be greeting them as liberators. Who is this to, AJ? Anyone. It's not going to be good. Do they have a
3: like fallback location?
0: Josh, they just burned all the ships.
3: I know <laughs> they can't leave. That's kind of the whole
0: thing. Yeah.
3: Right, but so there's not even like a Who burned rendezvous. their ships? They burned they they their did. ships. They burned their own ships. And who is they? The Malazans. The No. The Bone Hunters.
2: <laughs> what is the difference I mean, I between like, Malazan and Bone Hunter?
3: Nothing. AJ's being re- and Aj. Okay. Yeah,
1: well,
2: it's I. Well, I don't know. <laughs> there is kind
3: of a difference for our purposes right now. There's no difference, but yes, there is a hundred percent a difference.
2: You know, I'm getting a little confused with the sh- with the number of Malazans here because when oh, yeah. I started this chapter, I was like, actually, when I started the ch- uh, the book, so when I started chapter thirteen, and it started from the Malazan point of view, I was like, what or Malazan? If I will. okay,
3: I can I can clear it up, India. So they split into multiple sections all of the marines which are the squads we typically spend time with they are all in very small eight person squads and they are infiltrating the countryside trying to incite an uprising and that's where the problem is going to be is they're going to find that the left there don't want to up upru- to rise up you know uh, although they'd have more luck if they talked to like the tarthanol and all and all those people they would have a lot of luck with that and then yeah. the other group is at the prison island where Shurkalal is, and they're using. They're going to. U- they're going to capture and use that as their base of operations. But then there's a third contingent that has all the parish, and they've gone somewhere else, but we don't know yet where. The parish. The the iron the the gray shields or gray swords or whatever the fuck their name was.
2: Okay.
1: Sword shields.
2: And who? So the people that are on the island. That's throat slitter.
3: Yes, and, and dead, co- dead.
2: and then fiddler.
3: They're on the Letheri mainland infiltrating.
2: Got it, got it. And, yeah. and they're all a part, are they all a part of Tavor's group or no? Yes. Yes,
1: they're yes. all on the same side. For once in a book, all the Malazans are on the same side.
2: Yeah. Okay. For,
1: na- for wait, now. because I,
2: it's fine. Like I understood that they were, well, at first I didn't, but then I realized that they were Malazan. And then I was like, wait, but they're all not, they're not to get, like there's so many of them and they're all doing different things and I have no fucking idea yeah. what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. Cool. I feel better now.
0: We did it, AJ and E. Wait.
2: All right, guys. Last question.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Where is like Karsa and Aquarium?
0: They are
3: in the capital city of Let- Letheris. Yeah. So
2: we're all. So they are there, and the Malazan people are like. We are we're all gonna... in the
3: same. We're all on the same continent.
2: So this is pretty fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: <laughs>. It's pretty fucked up.
0: It's a little.
3: And fucked they're trying up. to
2: start a war. Yeah. But Aquarium is there. And he... Yeah, they don't know that either. Yeah. Do they know who he is? Mm, they probably know
3: of him.
1: Yeah, that's probably the same deal how everybody else knows who... Fiddler Akari knows is. him. Like... Fiddler
3: hung out with him for a while, so...
1: Yes. Yeah, Fiddler
3: think Y'all think, and... think Mappo's coming back this book? Forgot about him, didn't you? Good did. Our troll
1: friend. I didn't, actually. And no, I don't think so, because I think we're, we're spending the whole time on Letharis, and I don't know how he would have gotten off of...
2: Mm. All right. That was where my uh, clarifying questions and um, to anybody else who had those questions, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are
3: valid. You are seen. Nice.
2: All right.
1: All right. Um, right. uh, Well, you did it. Sorry. Well, you wait. You asked my thoughts on this. (laughs) Yeah, I do want to know your thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. I really love how uh, Shirk was the one who got to drop the news (laughs) that the lethary aren't going to uprise just because. Mm, Sure. It's just I think it's just funny. Mm -hmm. um because it's shirk and i don't know man i think it's gonna be rough i think it's gonna be bad i uh i it just (laughs) it it ends with adjunct you've done it again Mm -hmm. uh which i think is a little you know it's a little shady to to think about it like that but really rough stuff i don't know it's it's not gonna be good that's that's really all i i wanted to say (laughs) this is just not gonna be good and i like that shirk was the one that was like nope you fucked up you Mm -hmm. fucked up you made a mistake sir yeah
0: <sighs> well listen everybody that's gonna do it for us here today
1: on the show bit bit of a shorter one I think nice little bite yeah. size episode yum yum yum, yum, yum. yum eat them up
2: yum 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 delicioso I just want to go ahead and say also was this more than an hour
1: uh, hour, an hour 22 <laughs> of
3: recording but there includes some breaks and stuff so it's pretty close
1: it'll come out to like probably close to like an hour, 10 hour 15. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening. Everybody as always, let us know what you think about the show or any of our questions here today. We're 10 very big books at Gmail and on Twitter. And uh, if anyone you think would like the show, let them know. And, uh, 10 very big books on Patreon. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, when I say come, you say passion, come Passion. passion.
1: Hello, everybody. Producer AJ here on my birthday. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you'd like to give us your thoughts or feelings about this or any of our other episodes, you can always email us 10verybigbooks at gmail.com. Tweet us at 10verybigbooks, or you can head on over to our Discord bit.ly slash VBB Discord. That's capital V, capital B, capital B, capital D, Discord. That link will also be in the show notes. Thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over on Patreon. If you'd like to financially support the show, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash 10 very big books. That link will also be in the show notes and... As always, thank you so very much to my dad and yours, Dan Geserick, for making our spectacular cover art. You can follow him on Twitter at A underscore W underscore Dan G. And of course, the wonderful music in today's episode, including the remixed intro and outro track, is by the one, the only Amaranthan from their album Simulant Rain, which you can find along with their other music on Bandcamp.com. Links to their pages will be in the show notes and 10 very big books will be back in two weeks on December 9th where we'll be discussing Reaper's Gale chapters 15 and 16, hosted by one India Jones. We'll talk to you then, and thank you so much for listening. Can we just do a quick little clap for me? Sure. Yep. Here we go. Three, a little clap for two, one. Thank you very much.
2: So. I clap for AJ. I clap for AJ. Oh, I guess we could have
1: just done one at the end, but oh well, here's one in the middle. Um clap those cheeks. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> okay. uh, Leave that one in AJ. Leave cheeks. that one in, I guess. Clap those
1: cheeks, AJ. <laughs> People were asking where <laughs> the, the after, after credits age. bloopers were, and I—I I guess here they are. You're this yeah. is what you asked for. You're welcome. Yeah. To
0: be fair, I only said it because I read it on a a post. I would I would I'm a I'm a Christian. Hey, what I'll, are you searching up? What are you search up, bud? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that
1: makes you look any better, pal. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it says it right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even seven want to say best
1: ways to clap those. <laughs>
0: <cheeks>. <laughs> I yeah. scrolled down on the video and I saw these comments. You so- won't believe the way <laughs> you claps her cheeks. The
1: video, <laughs> shit, Christ! Clap your cheeks. <laughs>